0: They're already gonna make up stuff about us, man. They're already gonna do that, y'all. We don't need to help them do it. Howdy folks, welcome to the Virtue Signal. I'm Alfonso Rachel with my buddy Bill Whittle. And uh okay now, Bill, uh uh you've expressed concern about um, you know. It's it's easier to talk about vices than it is to talk about virtue. Um, because there's so much more
1: examples. There there's more so examples, many more examples,
0: I guess. Yeah. Right, right. But I think I think we may have some job security in this, in the sense that I think a big vice in itself is people assuming to be virtuous. That's like a fix, man. We're we're in a culture, man, where it's like a an addiction, man. It's a sickness for people to yeah. get out there and and pose themselves. As so virtuous and and whatnot. And uh so, and of course, a lot of this virtuism, you know, with with uh, or virtue signaling whichever uh is gonna come in uh you know with the whole woke mob, uh, the the rebellious left, man, just just making sure that they're doing everything to just to rebel everything that made our country great. Uh so that's you know, that's what they're doing, and they definitely love to lean on the racism, and they love to lean on uh uh the sexism. Right. Even though these are the most objectifying and misogynist people, it's them. Uh, And in terms of the racism, it's them. Okay, now. So I I saw this article, man, and I I don't I don't usually go there that much, even though I used to write for them at uh, at Breitbart. Um, But this is coming off of um, the I guess we just had the Oscars or the Grammys. I don't know what they call these awards. Yeah, it's award season. Right. But so. I guess these, uh, uh, whatever, whoever these content creators, these movie creators are complaining again about racism in Hollywood and they didn't get the award and whatever, uh, because of racism. It went to a a white woman and all that sort of stuff. And, and, uh, so here's the response from, you know, conservative outlets, conservative outlets like Breitbart, uh, they go after the person who's calling racist, right? They're, 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 just, they're crying about this and she's being a spoiled brat. And this happens every time. Every time these awards come out and a black person feels shunned or something like that, they come out and they, come, and they, and they, and they scoff and they make fun of black people who are complaining about racism in Hollywood. Now, mm-hmm. here's, the, here's the thing. My answer to that is when these people decide that they're going to write up these articles and stuff like that, I'm like, shut up, stop it. Stop. Right. Because here's the thing, Bill. Is Hollywood run by Democrats? Yes, it is. It's the,
1: it's the most liberal industry in the country.
0: Yes. And who are the
1: actual racist? The Democrats. whites that run the, the whites that run the, uh, the, the entire
0: Hollywood machine. Absolutely. And the Hollywood liberal Democrat machine can always count on conservative media to come in and have their back on it. This is why we can't win. Because you're always going to have these outlets come in there and deny that there's racism in Hollywood, when we know that Democrats are racist and they. Well, let me use, ask you this. Yeah, I'm sorry. Do you? I'm sorry. Do, do
1: you believe that 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 in in modern Hollywood that black actors are are denied a best actor award because of their skin color? Because the argument is that they feel like they were denied because of their skin color, but you know. They weren't. Not the do you point. Think, do you think that kind of thing happened? Okay,
0: so what it's, is the point? The, it's not the point at all. Do I feel like these people are entitled? Heck, no. Do if if I, I, if, if the if the quality is there and it's not, that's what you go on. That's not the point. The point is, I think our, our buddy Stephen Green even says this. Hey, if your if your adversary is making the argument for you, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Right. And see, a lot of these conservatives can't do that. When are we going to learn that? Institutions usually fold from the inside, not from the outside. These, these are, you're not—they're not, not going to do anything to break Hollywood. Hollywood collapse will collapse from the inside. However, yeah, it's pretty much done. Yeah, yeah. You, but these people are helping to fortify Hollywood, keep doing what they're doing. If you got these people out there coming in there and saying Hollywood is racist, let them flip and do it.
1: Uh, I took me a second.
0: I see what you're saying now. Yes, of course. <laughs> let them do it. And you should be like, yeah, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Just, I see where you're going. Yeah, but see, they can't do that. And that's why you have these people out there who are so, so fixated on conservatives trying to promote white supremacy, whiteness, and all that sort of stuff. There's, there's no guilt in, in being white. There's, it's like, look, it is what it is. But there is a party and there is an institution that is bent on white supremacy. That's always been the Democrat Party, and they're still doing it, and they're getting all the help that they need from a lot of conservatives. So what you're saying
1: is if a a progressive black actor is on national television, which used to mean something for the Oscars, but now he might as well Mm -hmm. just be a podcast. If If a very progressive black actor is accusing very progressive institutionalized Hollywood of being racist, then shut up, get out the popcorn, put your feet up, and let them go, right? That's basically the argument. Couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. Um, So in terms of tactically, yes, you're 100% right. Strategically, right, in terms of the long-term picture, Hollywood has has not been relevant for 10 years at the most, probably longer. Um, One of the big shocks that occurred to me when I got out here in 1988 was they don't make movies in Hollywood. They don't, they don't, they, they, they make the movie deals in Hollywood, but they don't make movies in Hollywood. It's too expensive. You just $2,000 to get a permit to shoot on a beach for, for a, Mm. for a, you know, a 16 millimeter film. So, so the, the, the Hollywood edifice is collapsing and has been collapsing. And I agree, let's shut up and, and, and let's just enjoy the show because God knows if anybody's ever deserved it, it's these people. But one thing I do see that is a little more hopeful Look, the argument would, the argument is um, the, I I think, well, at least one argument is, hey, why not just have a best black actor category, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's what you're, that's what the people who are complaining about the racism are saying. But I I hadn't really thought about it before. It's like, no, no, we'll just shut up on this one. You guys, you guys go at each other and do it. What I was going to say is though, is that, Idris Elba, who's a, who's a very, very good black actor, has caught I think it was virtually positive it was Idris Elba, has caught a lot of heat lately because he said, I don't want to be talked of, spoken of, or thought of as a black actor. I'm an actor. That's it. I don't want this label on me. And of course he's being completely devoured by the piranhas on on, on social media. But that is kind of the attitude we all would like
0: to get to, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's supposed that's uh, that's that's what these virtual signers say that, You know that that we're we're supposed to be, but I, I dig where Alba is coming from. He doesn't want to be defined, you know, by the industry as far as that goes, because you basically you're going to be defined by an industry of make believe. That's what the entertainment industry is, the industry of make believe. So they're going to make up the narrative about who we're supposed to be, and, and interest doesn't want that. It's like, look, there are certain characteristics that we have that do define us as different nations. Sure. But Hollywood, being the machine that it is, has this cookie-cutter fabrication device that you have to stay in their narrative so they can keep producing and keep people sensationalized. Even within, And one of the biggest uh, uh, sellers, uh, uh, sensational sellers is racism itself. So they have to keep that going. They're just like, look, man, don't define me in that. Don't, don't put me in that. I don't want to be put in your box that way because it does cause—Hollywood may be irrelevant, uh, but they do cause a lot of social problems— Hollywood, it's not that Hollywood isn't imaginative or anything like that. The problem with Hollywood has got too much imagination and they start creating things that are just not are beyond fiction. They just flat out create things that are just not true and it has real world effects. Um, But, you know, back to, you know, what I'm saying about uh, Hollywood and just Democrats getting a lot of help, they get a lot of help. From from Republican voters who really don't even know what it is to be a Republican. I mean, it's just it's call it what it is. They really don't know what it is to be a Republican. They really don't. And you, they can count on places like Breitbart. Sorry, I'm not trying to throw you know anybody under the bus here, but sure. this is why this is why we lose. My wife. Right. Was visit Breitbart. Breitbart. And she would, you know, every once in a while would make a comment. Now, if you go to Breitbart, you're gonna hear, you're gonna see a lot of inflammatory comments, lots of them, and they're and they're usually, they're pretty mean spirited, right? And 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 they're pretty mean spirited against, you know, blacks, right? Now, now, Breitbart is nothing like Andrew Breitbart. It's yeah, it's it's come, it's it's a far, it's far away from 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 when Brent Breitbart was there and when I used to to write for them, and uh, I I wrote for them shortly, and then you know uh, I got inched out, uh, but. My wife basically left, she left this comment. She's, she's banned from Breitbart, by the way. Oh, Banned from Breitbart. Because she said, where is it? Um, basically said, she was calling out people who were making bigoted comments on Breitbart. She says, can you please not make comments like this or identify yourself as a Republican? Because it makes it very difficult for me to convince my family members who are black uh, my my wife is white, but she you know it, the in laws makes mm-hmm. it difficult for me to convince them that Republicans aren't racist. Bill, she got permanently banned for saying that. They banned her, right? And it's like, um, I'm, I'm not like I'm trying to look for some sort of special privilege or anything no, like that. No, no no no, know, no, 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 no. There are there, yes,
1: we are turning into them. Yeah, right? we we we've been, we been under fire for so long that we're so dig so d- deep dug in our trenches that anything. Mm-hmm that they say means we've got to be against it. It, it, It's just, it's just, it's
0: nuts. Now, the person that she responded to, his avatar is a woman, uh, just her butt, right? In a thong. And and his avatar is something like um, um, viewer discretion is advised. He was able to make that comment and he makes inflammatory comments. He gets to stay up there, and anybody else who's up there, they 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 make things. We should call the NFL the N League, or we should just have an N, as in you know the N word, right? So we should have things like that. Those kind of comments can stay up on Breitbart, but my wife says, hey, you guys might want to stop doing that, and she gets banned, and yeah. nobody there stood up. Ever. It's like, in, in the article that I was talking about, you know that that's coming from John Nolte. It's like, you guys know me. You guys you met my wife, and and you ban her, you ban her. And you let these people stay. And you wonder why we can't win in the culture. You wonder why people think that we're the racist. You know, it's and I'm like trying to tell Republicans, look, all the wrong moves are being made. And it's such a and and the thing that's keeping you guys from stop making these moves is pride. But, you know, brace brace for the ride, man, because this is where it's going. Yeah.
1: And it doesn't. I'm not saying there's not a lot of them on Breitbart, but I am saying I don't run into that experience among the conservatives I know. But it doesn't take many; all it takes exactly. is just a couple, yes. and then and those then then the the giant media megaphones out there amplify those. And but but you're right; the attitude is still there. Um, uh, well, you and I have spent a fair amount of time together over the course of the last twelve, thirteen years or something. But the one moment I remember with you most clearly of all is coming out of uh, uh, a lunch with uh, Hollywood conservatives, and and you saying. I said, you know, uh, did you have a good time? And you said, yeah, it was great. He said, just be nice if people could refer to me as a conservative instead of a black conservative. And, that, and, and your comment was, and I saw it with my own eyes, that the that the white conservatives in the room, were, were they weren't treating you like a token in the classical sense of the word, but they were kind of treating you almost like a golden calf, you know? They did the <laughs> same thing with Milo in terms of gay, right? Mm. Look, we've got a gay guy, you know? Got a gay guy here's our gay guy and they, and they put it up there and it's like see and and this this is feeding into the entire thing that we're supposed to be fighting against right it it, it is it's like he's not a black conservative he's a conservative i said this about larry elder when he ran it's like I, i'm not putting for i i don't support larry elder because he's a black conservative i support him because he's a conservative can we get over this please? this yeah. is how we beat these people is by making this about individualism and when you start throwing these kind of comments up there like the you know like the n the NHL or the NFL or the or the NBA you know with the switch the n-word around that's just that's just repulsive and to- and, and toxic and and the fact that Breitbart allows that is an indication look Breitbart was was one of the most fair open-minded People I knew and Breitbart could actually sail roller skate into a group of people who wanted him dead, and win him over. But as soon as Breitbart died, it got taken over by people who were not Andrew Breitbart, and and a lot of these people were not very good people. There are some still some some good people there, but this kind of thing I'd never tolerate this in my comment section. Never, I'd never tolerate it, and and the fact that they do is saying that there is a there is a niche there's an audience which means there's some money somewhere for a so-called conservative website that allows this kind of poison to continue and it's disgraceful
0: yes yes it is and you know even with the with the whole you know black conservative thing and this kind of ties into you know what what idris you know is talking about it's like you know this whole thing of being defined by your color and it has its place, man, but it's, like I said, you can't escape the fact that we have different attributes and different, you know, uh, features and stuff like that. And, you know, that's that's one thing, but just to to judge somebody on it and keep them in that box of how you prejudge them, that's that's bad. Um, like, like, say, for instance, one of the reasons why I don't like being called a black conservative, it's like, look, man, biblically, I'm black. I have no problem with being black. I'm not African-American. I'm not as, I'm black, right? That's what the Bible says. That's the way it is. So now... The thing is, I don't consider myself a black conservative because I'm consistent with not wanting the hyphens. I'm not a black American or an African American or anything like
1: Hyphenated a, conservative right? is a
0: contradiction in terms, yes. Absolutely. Exactly. But you got a lot of conservatives who are black who like going by that. And I'm like, look, man, you gotta be consistent. You say that you don't wanna be a hyphenated American and once this, but you wanna be, you wanna be respected as a black conservative you know and that's that stuff that kind of stuff invites the idea of of tokenism you know so and for me you know going into these you know uh, you know uh, meetings and stuff like that i like look man yeah just you know i i like say for instance I don't when I do these with you, I'm not thinking, hey, man, uh, well, it's almost about that time. I got to do some, uh, 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 some virtue signal. With do my some white- of that black stuff. Yeah, yeah let's yeah, let's let's. I'm going to I'm going to get on with my white friend, Bill, uh, and we're going to do uh, and we're going to do the virtue signal. It's like, no, I don't I don't preface my perspective of you on my white friends like Bill's my friend. He's a man. That's it. That's right? the way I look at it. I know he's white, and as I've said before, it's like, look, man, if he were to come up missing, then maybe his color would, you know, or my color would come up w- <laughs> would, would be important, you know. <laughs> but that ain't the case, no.
1: You know, it's not yet. Sure. Um, you, you know, and and when <laughs> go, the only thing I can that I uh, had like personal experience of is this is this I, I I had not known anything about that that toxicity at Breitbart, and on some level, it's just like I don't read Breitbart. It, it is it's gone off into its own orbit. Uh, but I was there during that lunch. And what, and what I saw was when people, let me, let me get it off of you. Before I started doing this stuff, back when I was writing my blog, I was an editor for a TV show called Sunday morning shootout with Peter Barton, Peter Gruber. So this was top level, a list celebrity stuff. Cause these were both powerful guys. And I edited like 160 episodes of the show. And what I saw was whenever there would be a black guest on the show, now these guys are liberals, but it's the same dynamic. Mm -hmm. Whenever they would have a black guest on the show, they would treat them differently. They would treat them with kid gloves almost, you know, Mm -hmm. they would, they would, they would just be different. Everything about them would be different. You know, it's like, and the, 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 the peak moment of this was when they basically said that this was, Jamie Foxx, and this must have been 2006 or something like that, right? So, seven, right? Because Obama was just, just starting to make the scene. So somebody, one of these two guys said, so uh, as, as a black American, what do you think about um, about Barack Obama? And he said, I thought it was Jamie Foxx, might've been somebody else. He said, can I just say as an American, right? So so the reason I'm saying that is because what what prompted that response from this black actor was that sense of 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 like you know like wrapping you in cotton so that nothing offends your feelings and when we were at that lunch together, I saw people who were not. I don't know how to put this exactly. It's not that they were talking down to you so much as they were like almost talking up to you. You know what I mean? Mm, okay. That that like I said, like you were this like this golden calf, like this magical asset that we you know that we must you know we can't we, we got to be careful. We don't want to ding our black conservative. We don't want to get you know scratch the paint or anything, mm. and and so that aspect of it is there that particular aspect was well-meaning but it was still there and and you've opened my eyes to the institutional to the to the you've opened my eyes to the to the idea that the stuff that 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 the left is talking about is is still there it's just that they generate it and and not only do they generate it, that's their, that's their control mechanism. So when you see Hollywood, when you see a Black actor complaining that there's not enough Blacks in, in winning awards, what you've got is you've got Hollywood producing a, a, a philosophy that is the, a philosophy of grievance and victimhood. These are the movies they make. And after a period of time, the people who are making those movies have bought into this philosophy and they're bringing this poison back into the house from which it emanated, and, and and it's poisoning everybody there. And, and, and I just think, well, about time, right? <laughs> so so on one hand, you got a guy like Idris Elba who says, look, I don't want to be thought of as a black actor, I just want to be an actor. I want to if I win if I win the Academy Award for Best Actor, I want to have some assurance that I did it because I had the best performance. Yeah. And on the other hand, you've got Jesse Smollett, right? Who who basically is inventing racism in order to raise his stature and his victimhood. So the reason we call this thing the virtue signal is because virtue signaling is the opposite of virtue. It's it's talking about doing something and then not doing it. It's, it's the save Tibet bumper sticker on the back of a car, right? What are you doing to save Tibet? Well, I have a bumper sticker. Well, then why doesn't it say US Marine Corps,
0: right? You really want to save Tibet. That's how I would do it. Yeah, good call, man. Good call, and, and you know, folks, it, it isn't like I'm, I'm not I'm not saying that you shouldn't call these people out. You know, it's not fair and, and things like that. And it's like, and, and or these people who are crying about racism and unfairness and stuff like that and calling out their injustice. It's like, yeah, they're being spoiled brats. You're absolutely right. They're they're being spoiled brats and stuff like that. But at the same time, there's this delicate balance. I mean, this is a culture war, right? There's there's war, and and, and you got to have a sense of finesse about it. and the, and and doing and this approach. This approach does not work. It doesn't work. And actually, it's, it's basically firing grenades straight up in the air. All right? And it's going it's to come back down on you. All right? Yeah, it's like I'm going to
1: throw the nuclear hand grenade.
0: Yeah, it, it, it just doesn't work. So, you know, you got to have a sense of, of what's going on when you call them out. It, but a lot of these people are calling them out in an, an emotional vent. And we accuse the left of being the ones who are always responding to their emotions. There's a lot of emotion going on on the right side, too. The ones who claim to be, you know, logical and practical and all that sort of stuff. No, they're, they're reacting emotionally. Yeah, and that's right. You know, and, and they're protecting their pride. And it's the pride that's killing us. Uh, another, you know, uh, instance, you know, that I, I, I reckon is going to make people uncomfortable is I just saw, we just saw this guy, uh, what is his name? Uh, Kevin Seafried. This is another place, you know, we're, you know where, where liberals get all the help that they need. Kevin Seafried, 53, uh, was one of the people on January 6th. And uh, I guess, you know, he's looking at some some jail time, uh, about three years, uh, because he went in during January 6th with a Confederate battle flag. uh, And I guess he attacked, you know, a police officer, you know, with with the pole of it and endangering his life and all that sort of stuff. Uh, So now here's the thing. You got Republicans outraged that this person is getting three years. Um, forget the fact that the guy is carrying a Confederate flag, and and they're like, well, what's wrong with that? I'm like, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you guys wonder why? You wonder why a Democrat was able to just walk into the White House under military guard? Um, you know why? Because you have people like this carrying the flag of the Democrat Party, paving the way for him. It's like that's not registering with people. Bill, they don't understand, and they will make all sorts of defenses for the Confederacy. And it just, it's lost on them that the Confederacy was the Democrat Party. The, the yep. Confederacy has, has taken over. You got what you wanted. And again and again, after time, after every time, Democrats can depend. Man, dang it, Bill. If we, if we could get the support from these people who support these people who are doing this stuff in the Democrat Party, man, we'd be the biggest media com- uh, company in, the, in, in America.
1: Yes, Um, you you can't fight a problem until you know what the problem is. You can't plan a strategy against an enemy until you know something. Know thy enemy, right? That's Mm. the that's the the primary rule of 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 warfare. And like you said, if you don't understand that whatever people may feel about uh, uh, you know the their their uh, patriotism towards their state or whatever, the Confederate battle flag is the flag of slavery, and it was the Democratic Party leaving the Union. That's probably not what you want to transfer your anti-federal rebellion against. You probably should pick a Gadsden flag for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yes, yeah, so we make these these unforced errors. And, and because the amplification of anything in the society is so overwhelmingly controlled by Democrats, it doesn't take much. They can have an ocean of, of transgressions. Nobody hears about it. We have one or two it's game over. Yeah. Now, that's not fair, but no one ever said life is fair. That's the hand. Whether you like it or not, that's the hand you're dealt. So I think just on principle, putting putting this particular aspect of it aside just for a minute, on principle, we should be constantly checking our motives. We should be checking our own behaviors because we are as human as anybody else. We're as likely to fall into error as anybody else. And the only reason that we don't is because we are willing to look at what we do and say, oh, I never really thought about it that way. That's a really excellent point, right? And we and, and we don't so much change our mind or our values so much as we change our behavior, because that behavior doesn't reflect our values. So the more of the stuff that that we point out, the the better it's going to be, at least in terms of defense, right? We won't we won't be blowing ourselves up as much. But ultimately the the, the success or failure is going to be on the counterattack of pointing out, as you do constantly, that it is the white racists in, in Hollywood, the white liberal racists in Hollywood. Whether they are doing it or not, that's what the actor on stage is accusing them of. And and it is this same kind of racism that I saw with these guys constantly treating black actors with this. You know, who I don't want to. I don't want to say anything that might, you know, that might upset, you know, th- th- this black person. This whole thing, right? This whole dynamic. Oh, yeah, I can't say that about black people. Or you know, it, you know, it's 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 a form of it is a form of of white supremacy. It's like what these what these Democrats are saying. And we talked about this before. When a Democrat says that, oh no no, you don't need it, you shouldn't have IDs in order to vote because that negatively impacts the black population, right? It's it's suppressing the black population. What you're saying is. As a democrat you're saying so black people can't get IDs? Black people don't fly on airplanes? Black people don't go to banks? Black people don't do any of these things? This is this is where this is where you're so spot on so many times is is that you've got to take this dynamic and it's it's like it's like what judo does, right? Mm. I mean, you're a martial arts guy, I'm not. But but if I understand it correctly, the essence of judo is a smaller, weaker individual can use the other person's strength and momentum against them, right? Instead of standing in front of this 200-pound guy that's coming at you, you get out of his way, and with the application of a small amount of force, right, you put him down or wherever you want him to go. This dynamic out there, the, the racism in this country comes from the left, and it comes from the left in form of condescension and and... Well, just condescension and 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 the and the justification of low expectations. We should be we should be running this football right at that weakness every single day on offense and pointing out to people every day. This is what the left is. The reason they're saying this about about IDs is because they don't think black people go to banks <laughs> or own cars or drive. That's what they're saying. And and see, if you get that, if you can get on that side of the argument, instead of just saying, no, it doesn't, no, it's, look, we're the ones who are saying that anybody can get an ID. We're the ones that are saying we don't treat black people like some sort of, you know, plantation that people vote on, right? We should be on the offense with this and running it up the middle hard. And and as you said, if we had more resources, we could probably make a better Uh, a better go at this argument, but we're here we are doing it. So it's, you know, it's it's the best we can do, and the best you can do is the best you can do.
0: Indeed, man. It's like and and our and our voice is obviously marginalized, is not only marginalized by, you know, the left and big tech tech and stuff like that, but you could see where we're also marginalized by conservative outlets too, who who really don't want to give us a voice. And, you know, that's really sad. It's like I understand. It's like you guys got a business and you want to make sure that you keep people funneled into into your enterprise and, and whatnot. And you don't want us scragglers as independent scragglers out there, you know, taking any sort of you know traffic away from you. I got it. Uh, but if the country is supposed to be, you know, preserving the country is supposed to be the important thing to do, then, uh, you know, don't take part in silencing us. You know, we need all hands on deck, man. We should be. You know, doing each other like this, and and giving left the you know any sort of reason to 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 have these perspectives that they have. They're already going to make up stuff about us, man. They're already going to do that, y'all. We don't need to help them do it. You know, so in, in doing these things, yeah, we call them out. But if it's going to be you know a, a a battle, which it is, you know, there's there's a finesse in doing these things. You don't want to just charge on, on in the battlefield, and you know, like you were talking, you know, giving the analogy of of judo, uh, you know, it's it's you don't want to try. We're, Try to get out there and just meet these people, you know, with, with the exact same amount of force. Fight fire with fire, sure. Uh, but sometimes you got to understand, you know, what sort of weaponry they'd have and, and know how to kind of get around it to make them fall on their own sword, if you will. So yeah. uh, don't get gaslighted by these people, folks. Don't let them control the way you react to these things. That's that's my take on it. Uh, I think you're right. <laughs> so for Bill... My Alfonso Rachel, this is Virtue Signal. Hope you guys work that share button.